Welcome back to Race Chaser Classic, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name is Alaska. What is yours? I'm Willem, and we are back in the saddle, mm, ready so to rock. So classic. Now the rules for classic are: if you are a season that is either a single digit. Mm-hmm. Or is older than um, one year old, then you are eligible to be on um, Race Chaser Classic. I mean, I bet some of the girls who are on Drag Race now weren't even doing drag when this aired originally. Isn't that bonkers? January 24th of 2011. Uh, 2011. So that was eight years ago. So mind boggling. Crazy. That was like a quarter of my life ago. Yeah. Wow. We are, um, it's really exciting to uh, jump into season three. I think it's one of the finest seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. It's the first season I started watching. Really? Yeah. Because I yeah. heard that Raja won. And I was like, oh, I know, Raja, I want to watch that. Because mm-hmm. she used to come to Mickey's every Sunday night when I was working, and I'd be the one mm-hmm. that paid her out at the end of the night. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she was on top model, famously, as. Uh, the makeup artist. She was everywhere. Sutin. She was LA. She was the LA girl everybody wanted to be. I know. Her and Terra Nova. And then Terra Nova ran off and joined a uh, Lennon and LaRouche cult. What? He's some felonistic businessman that tried to run for president and he had like his commune <laughs> in like the San Fernando Valley. And oh. What's yeah. it called? Rouching? His name's Lyndon LaRouche. Oh. I don't know. But all I know is Tara Nova took all these feather fans, these good ostrich ones that her and Raja made together because they would make like outfits together and then they would wear them. Yeah. And she sold them all. And then Raja told Ooh. me at one point she saw some queen with like this yellow feather or something. She's like, that's mine. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The deep. We should ask her about that. Rolling in the deep. We're just rolling in it. This is kind of unusual and unorthodox because episode one of season three is not like the first episode it's not episode one it's the casting special oh this was this whole season was produced by the tri babies because it's 16 <laughs> episodes it includes yeah. a casting extravaganza <laughs> a reunion and yes, we need these things a clip show we need these well we don't need a clip i don't need a clip in I need a... You need a clip in. I need a... <laughs> yeah. Honey, you're in a... Honey, 28? <clears throat> are you a 28? The wigotry on this season is... You can look at it and just tell what year it was. Yes, just The definitely. makeup, the wig, the, the cranberry lip with the frosty pink liner. Was everywhere. A whiff of color spray at all times. That, just on the hairline. That white... Li- clown white on the lips. Mm-hmm. Was like just normal. That was like With oyster gloss over it. A good Courtney oyster. act. Oyster, yeah, one hundred. Uh, cranberry or raisin liner. A raisin or a quartz by Spice. Oh, quartz was such a good color. They canceled it. <laughs> I still miss quartz. Underdrawn raisin lip is what we used to call it. 
<laughs> oh, bitch, bitch, you ever My do- lips are just too full. Like, I don't like that look, so I underdraw them. I usually do a rum yeah. raisin liner. <laughs> And then like a rum raisin girl, and then like a nude, a nude like uh, a topi clown white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I know I do um, uh, usually the rum raisin, but then sometimes (laughs) I switch it up with the cork. Cork. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Tuscan yeah. raisin. If I <laughs> want to be crazy, <laughs> <laughs> under the Tuscan raisin sun. <laughs> it's great. I recommend going back and watching this episode you see uh, with so us. So many things in it. I mean, you really do from the, from the the dolls that you're like, what? Katya was on it. All over this casting special. It's yeah. It seemed like they they really liked her, and her tape was good. It was well lit, well framed. Um, I saw it. How many did we count? Four or five people I fucked. Girl, it's riddled with people that you have inseminated. Wow, no. disseminated all over. Dissected. You dissected, disgust, and <laughs> you've dis- dissected, disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> Not not a large and inseminated. Yeah, not a a large number of people, but a fairly diseased portion. For our Halloween episode, can we change it so it's like the that we've dissected, disgusted, and inseminated? (laughs) We'll be on season four by Halloween. We're gift givers. Yes, yes. So many gifts. Um, Rue starts the show by saying, "Greetings, race fans." Race fans. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if she knows. Is she talking to us in the future? Race chaser pods. Yeah, that's what she meant. <laughs> Greetings, race chaser pods. Yeah. Um, um, there's a lot of alliteration with all the G's. Get ready to gag on the gaggle of glamour girls I've gathered for this go round. Hey, it's good writing. I like it. I like that writing. <laughs> I'm glad they gave the chimp the letter of the day <laughs> G in the basement to bang out I'm that never copy. Gonna, I'm never going to escape that flippant comment I made. <laughs> well. <once. laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> well, the thousands what you want to do. Um, we, yes, we get thousands. to see thousands of queens who applied and a lot of the audition tapes look exactly alike. Mm-hmm. Some, Lots of hotel hallways. Girl, and the fucking, the shower curtain with the dots, the like multicolored dots. Always a fave. I did a fucking shot. I'm all over this casting special. You are. It looks like you were a contender because your tape was really good. I made it to like the the you know like the next step or whatever. I think I might have done a psych evaluation for this season. Like wow. it was serious. I, I was a hopeful, but I'm glad that I wasn't because I don't know. It, you wouldn't it, have beat Raja. It wasn't full. Well, no one, no one could beat Raja. Yeah, no. It it wasn't fully fo- I wasn't fully formed yet. Like watching the all the clips of me is a little like yeah. Ju- uh, Jupiter wasn't like- even on the market yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little like looking at awkward like high school pictures for me a little bit. You, you saw the raw talent for sure. There's something brewing there. I mean, it looked it- like you had something raw. <laughs> Girl, there was a lot going on raw. <laughs> raw and wrong. Oh, wow. Well, we we see almost me. There's someone else that we're going to put on at Race Chaser Pod, our Instagram. She looks a lot like Bad me. Salt Bella. She looks like... She, <laughs> 100. She, she looks like Derek Barry and me, definitely. Not a trace of Courtney, though. Barry Bella. Eh? <laughs> Bad Salt Barry Bella. Barty Bella. Bar- Barty. 
Um, it, it, yeah, it's what? Are you pro- just our producer is also wheezing and cackling. At the <laughs> side. We have the same face. You have to put that on oh the pod God. immediately. Wow. I mean, it really just is you, like if you did a bender of Christmas. <laughs> I Which, hate doing back bends when I'm messed out. I would not want to see you on uppers. Like I don't, oh I don't God, think can I you would imagine? like it. I don't think I would like. When I saw when I saw Trixie's <laughs> right. when I saw Trixie's documentary, I was like, "You're so lucky that caught your relapse," because otherwise it would just been like, "Oh yeah, this girl won," and here's us filming it. Oh my God, and that's um, crazy. But it can help drag sometimes. Well, that's certainly so. Um, As you can see from this casting special. No, we don't condone meth here at Race Chaser. Don't try it, girls. It actually makes it really hard to do your job. Makes your wig smell, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's just name check a few names who pop up in this illustrious casting special. Alaska. Mm -hmm. Miss Kiki. Jacqueline. Miss G.I.? No, that's Misty Eyes. <laughs> well, Misty wow. Eyes is they in didn't, the... They didn't put anything. They just said their name. Oh, you had to figure it out by listening. Miss G.I. And you like thought G.I. Her name was, tracks? Like G.I. Miss Upper G.I. I thought that was a funny no. name. Her okay. name is Misty Eyes. Okay. Misty Eyes. He wrote M.S. Capital G. Capital I. Katya's in there. Russian as ever. Beautiful D- as ever. Dax exclamation point. Vivica Westwood Muglia. Who's fierce? She says we're in the middle of the Bronx. In, in the, the middle, middle of the, of the street. Get out. In the, in the middle, middle of the, of the street. In the middle of the night. <laughs> She's fierce. Uh, and then there's also Miss La Fierce. Right. Sushi Vega. Sushi Vega. Thorgy Thor. Mrs. Kasha Davis. Um, who else did you clock? Um, uh, yeah. I thought Chi Chi Devane was in there. I could have sworn. It, it wasn't her. But, it wasn't. Um, one of the Buffon sisters is all over this. Vicky Buffon yeah. was in it. Um, Lady Red Couture. Yes. Um... Raya Latre. Raya Latre. Yes, go on. Shablamming and shaking RuPaul's hand. I know. She shook the hand. (laughs) Do we have an ongoing counter of physical contact with RuPaul? I don't know. For the season? Should we start one? Three now? We are now at one for for (laughs) season three. We've started. We've got one. So can we get a ding or something? Um, Then uh, RuPaul says, congratulations, ladies, on that shameless self-promotion. Oh, by the way, my new book is available. What's the last book that you read? Um, I'm listening to the audiobook of Ladies Who Punch, which is about the view. It's like about the history and the cultural impact of the view. I read an SNL history book that was really great. It was like all the oh, wow. behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, some Girl. of those guys were hateful. They worked them like dogs over there too. Yeah, you have That's to. I've heard. You're not allowed to have a job if you audition for it. My one friend quit Big Gay Sketch Show for his audition because you have to. SNL needs to be in first position. If you get it, there's no like, oh well, I'm on. They don't accept that, so you can have no job. Okay, wow. He didn't get it either. Damn. Oof. But you know who did get it? on. She's the first she one did. out the gate. She's got it. And not only is her tape super strong, but she looks like a winner off of this. She She's the best one for sure. Yes. Tape-wise. The tape is like slick. And... It was told to me by a casting person on Drag Race that they used to send out Manila's tape as an example, and I know that because they sent it to me, and then the next year they sent out my tape as an example, too. 
I guess when people have trouble, they just say, I'll kind of copy this or something. I would like to see um, those tapes just for my own, like, edification. You saw Manila's and... Well, I want to see the whole thing, like, because obviously on the casting special, it's very edited and they show, like, little snippets of this and that. But they don't want that when you send it in. Now they don't. Like, your your lip sync now... Did they want that at the time? They they weren't specific. They didn't rule it out. Mine was edited to high heavens but the lip sync now when you audition is not allowed to be edited no or even edited no <laughs> they just want to see single shot they want to see you perform. do the editing yeah uh, they, they don't want you using tricks to hide what would be visible to the naked eye without yeah, the tricks, you know exactly it's, and i think that makes sense it makes sense uh, when girls the the tape is the ultimate litmus test for like whether you're going to be prepared when you get there. Like mm-hmm. now you have to have like 14, 15 looks because they want to make sure you have enough shit and you're ready to that you've done this before, that you've done a yeah. lot of drag because you're going there and it's a lot of drag. Do you have enough clothes? Mm-hmm. Important. Did you bring nails? Right. Yeah. You know. Also, can you speak in? Can you speak? Can you speak in sound bites? Can you restate the question? Important. All that. Let's take a break and we'll get back to it. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready-to-eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at factormeals.com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is 
absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah. And under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, DJ, love away. Next up, we have the one and only Carmen Carrara. I really like to be naked. I love this tape. And this is an example of someone being fully themselves. Like, she's like, this is who I am. Like, I'm gorgeous and I like to just fucking be naked and be sexy. Yeah. Her her boy self, though. I'm going to. Is, is a master class in uh, how to act around trade. Yo, what's up? This is Chris. Is that how you act when they want you to wear a jock strap instead of a panty? <laughs> 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 the trade voice, the Jason Carter trade voice. 100. Trade sure. wins. <laughs> trade, tra- trade wins. Oh, shit. Now at, now at um, what's that store? Uh, Home Goods. Now, now available at Home Goods. Trade wins. <laughs> Smells like bad credit and cool water. Damn. Yeah. Um, after we each meet, after we, <laughs> after can we ju- can we talk about the the trade moment on the casting special? Who is this man? And can we see him in drag? What, all the ones can we I put, fucked. Can we put him on the pod? Who? No, he's like he's auditioning. It's around ten minutes. Oh, and he says he's straight. No, th- that's a different one. But he's like he's like talking about his first time in drag. Oh, him? I thought he was auditioning for Pit Crew, and then no. he probably just said, "Oh, I did drag once too." He's he's fine. I'd fuck him. The uh, one with the goatee. I remember. I'd fuck him. I was, <laughs> I was a full on onion blossom for him. This he's, guy. Mm, fuck yeah. Wait, what does he look like in drags though? Who cares? I'm I'm just curious. Put him behind me. Ugh. <laughs> uh, he looks like he jumps rope. He jumps rope. <laughs> um. Next we have Raja. Who, um, I mean, this is a professionally shot tape. Um, Always nice to see. Yeah. She's obviously, like, she's well, uh, well-versed well in, like, Hollywood and, like, she knows how to present herself. Yeah, not new at all. No. Um, uh, Adam Lambert's in the tape, which is always fun because she was doing just his a, makeup at the time the tape just, was due. Just a major music star hanging out on the bus for the audition tape i mean i i don't raja had a lot of experience and it showed you know yeah and And it was her life at the time yeah you said she was on tour with adam doing his makeup yeah at the time when she was suggested to do a tape Mm -hmm. yes is how the story goes 100 percent um and uh hey raj listen these other girls aren't really doing it how about you send over a tape do you want to do this here do you know the beginning of um season one glamorous monique song hey monique listen the other girls aren't really doing it we need you to come on over and do a little number for us oh fine guys i got this great new song you're gonna love it it's called punch my kitty (laughs) 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 but it starts out with like the producer of a club calling her like oh these other girls just aren't good can you come over (laughs) and do something (laughs) 
Hey, you left me to go someplace better. <laughs> yeah, I got this new song. You're gonna love it. It's called Punch My Kitty. Um, Punch it. Punch it. I think uh, the way I I heard the story told too when Raja walked on set, the first thing she said was, uh, "Hey, Duncan," because he was the top model director too. Oh, see, but yeah. that's her her experience. You know, she's not gonna pretend like. She's something that she's not. It was the same thing that I did too, but I was also an egomaniac, I think. <laughs> so it kind of bled over. But I don't know. Yeah, same thing. Us on, Hollywood girls. On pills, Malibu, and Shit. God only knows allergy meds. I was gone. Ugh. God bless. Um, also, God bless India Ferris. She started drag at 12, and then she started walking around to other people's songs at 14. And, you know, she's just... She is re, it, she regional. Re, Are you going to use the word the R word? Yes, yes, I will. Her tape was regional because she is. I'm not she saying regional is bad, that. but you can look at it and say that's where this is from. It's yes. not from a coastal state. That's from where I mean. That's, yeah. Those are the queens I started out seeing when when I would go uh, out in Pittsburgh or in Erie, Pennsylvania. If there's one thing I I've always said about you is that regional. <laughs> Which region? Girl. You know the one. <laughs> we get a lovely segment of pit crew auditions, Oof. which is really fun and kind of funny. I mean, some some of these... Why is it that sometimes the people most willing to take off their clothes should be the ones that should be least doing it? Oh, come on. Uh, they're well, all fabulous. Okay, but they're- I mean, we're allowed to... Back th- back this damn time, Raja says on her tape, no fat girls. About Raja, something in the closet. Raja She's like, no says, fat girls. Oh, Raja no. says a lot of stuff. She I also says, her. I was born just better than everyone else. <laughs> Well, she was. I see the. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. It's just having like that level of confidence is like really crazy. Can you imagine looking like that? I know. Ugh. And then she goes to the closet. And she's like, "Oh, so um, no skinny girl or no fat girls are allowed in here." <laughs> also, I decided when I came out of the closet, I wanted to be a model, so I kept my weight at a certain uh, weight. And, Started uh, smoking. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> She told me that she worked at um, Mac in the OC with uh, the girl that played Kimber on Nip Tuck. They were oh. Mac girls together. Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember that randomly. I love, um, there's so many rumors about, oh, Raja was RuPaul's drag daughter. Oh, Raja and RuPaul knew each other from way back and it was totally like, I I think that's a little far-fetched. Would, but those stories did exist at the time. I would like to put together, put um, to bed most men. Um, no, um, <laughs> most the, of the men these the rumors, but I can testify to some facts. Raja did backup dance for Rue at Peanuts with, and, and really, she, and she wore the gold with the cape. That, oh, uh, that was Rue's costume. Um, I'm pretty sure she's painted Rue. And in season one, Rue talks about all these legendary queens and shows pictures of amazing queens like Bunny and... And Raja's in there. And Raja's in there, too. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah, it's... it's um, uh, <laughs> I, I would say she was a front runner from the start, but just by looking at her, you could tell that. And then behind the scenes, you're like, oh, maybe that, too. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with a, with them reaching out to people and asking for a tape, which is no, what they obviously... not at all. You would do that with any show. Well, I did do that. Um, 
Raja and I would always joke like, oh, um, like Raja and RuPaul were dating and, <laughs> and they were just having breakfast over like a quiet cup of tea, just reading the Cafe paper. And Ru was like, hey, babe, do you want to do my show? Mm, I don't know. What season are you on? Sure, I'll come in and do it if you want, babe. Thank you. <laughs> we would always joke about <laughs> Maybe it was funny to us. <laughs> I mean, I could day check on it. I have hey, a day. Babe. Oh, um, yeah. Let me check with Tyra. <laughs> Let me see. Let's, uh... Do you want to give us a rundown, Molly? Oh, okay. so this is the pit crew audition where they make men take off their clothes in front of a green screen. So, we're, first two guys I haven't fucked so far. Do you think that none of these guys were fucked actually... <laughs> Phil, 23, yeah, fucked? Fucked, him. fucked okay. him a lot for a while. He was a little crazy, but hot. Okay, cool. Love that. Didn't fuck him. Mike 26. He, too much of a bottom. Hey, Mike Petroni. They had to blur his um, bulge well, for some reason. Was yeah. it too hateful? Scarring. <laughs> too scarring for TV. Eric, Costa Rican. You fucked him? No, but I blew him. Uh, okay. Daniel, I didn't fuck him, but Raya did. <laughs> okay. Wow. This is a who is yeah. who yeah. of Hollywood trade. Javier tried to work for me, but... I couldn't hire him, even though his ding-dong was huge. I like his look, though. I think he could work at, like, precinct. He has, like, a very precinct look. This guy auditioned. We didn't hire him too skinny. Alexander's a dancer. She had so much choreo in her audition, I remember. The girl, Diego, fucked him, almost caught the crazy. Oh, wow. Crazy. His name's Diego Diego. Okay. Okay. Then there's the two guys, Oleg and Henry. They're, like, Russian. They got them off Hollywood Boulevard. They're feeling you know it. They you know They're like they w- turning it. Alien. It's spelled alien. He says he's 25. I don't think that's correct. His he- that chest hair and shoulder hair is a Rorschach. I like his energy, though. And anyone who takes off their clothes on camera and go-go dances around is my hero. And he was in that G-string already. So this yeah. 54-year-old man that said he was a penthouse model... And, and now a, he's a male escort. In the baggiest of three-pack Kmart boxer briefs. Yes, they come in a three-pack. Ransom, so sexy. Tried to fuck him, bought him. Oh, I'm so sorry. Honey. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Sorry for my we holes all, lost. We all grieve. Um, this next one, I Sean tried to fuck... Morales. Sh- no, because now I can't tell the <laughs> Everyone's story. Everyone's watching along anyway. Yeah, oh. don't tell that story. <laughs> That's only it's fans a good material. One. Ask me if you see it. David, 25. He looks like um, the a guy from uh, Nigel Barker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Noted fashion photographer. Mm-hmm. Jason Carter, who... Wearing co- green goes, on a green screen. He goes on to become a member of the pit crew. And um, he's putting on serious trade voice. Serious. It's like the drag queen version of the phone, phone voice. voice. Hello? He's like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? My name's Jason. I don't know. I don't really do all this gay drag I'm shit, a but I just thought I'd come in here. And, and then he's like voguing when he's dancing. Pop and lock candy raving, <laughs> for <laughs> sure. <laughs> now, do you think this was a bamboozlement of an audition? Were, were they actually auditioning anyone, or did they know who was who they were going to cast, but then just pulled in a bunch of guys from our open call for oh. this content? Um. I definitely used to get calls from World of Wonder to send them guys when they needed guys mm-hmm. uh, because the go-go business that I ran. Um, and I would send guys in like for their parties, whatever mm. they needed. Um, and I remember 
them saying we're doing this, blah, blah, blah. And for then, this? Not, I don't know, for this season. Did you furnish the boxed meat for this? <laughs> there's, there's been, um, the, what was the season where they used the veterans? Do you remember that? Huh? For like the makeover oh, challenge? Wait, that was me. That was season five. Yeah. Yeah. They called me for boys that season. I know that. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, then we get back into meeting the countdown of the girls. Uh, Mimi, I'm first. I'll let you take it. <laughs> okay. Well, she says... Take it to the dumpster outside, <laughs> not the inside trash. <laughs> she says, I'm the fat bitch you're looking for. And this is sort of like the plus size sec- segment of the of the video mm-hmm. of the episode. They, they yeah. show us some queens they didn't cast, including Nina West. Oh, right. Yeah. Baby Nina. They show a bunch of girls sort of talking about the struggle of being like a plus size queen. Is this when the welder Nina West comes is in? in there? Uh no. <laughs> I don't think she's plus size. There's... She used a plus size uh, Her bump is plus size. Silicone. She used a large cage needle, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's a girl. We're going to put it on Race Chaser Pod, our Instagram. We We're- probably know her. We probably work with her. Um, probably. Um, but she does this thing oh with a welder's God. mask and she just flips it down and it's really cool and effective. Did Mimi really say this? What? I didn't make this one, but I have... Asian oh, yeah. slaves in Thailand that did. Yeah. She said a she said that? That's a quote. I quoted her. Okay, and let's I, move on. I think it also speaks to I think we're gonna encounter a lot of like humor from a decade ago that Yeah. No, you it's do know 10 that years old. Thailand is a country, it's not Thailand. No, I know that okay. okay. I just wanted to make sure you knew Duh. in case you ever wanted to travel there. See Phuket. <laughs> Next, we have Stacey Lane Matthews, who describes herself as large and in charge. And this is a really sweet audition tape. Yeah. You you get across her personality. She's extremely natural on camera, which is not, like, not everyone gets it's that. It's not, yeah, it's a gift that not everybody gets. She's not self-conscious. She's, she's really, what is it? She's really her sweet self, which mm-hmm. is lovely. And this fucking shot of her walking down the middle of a road and there's just green pastures all around. And it was golden hour. It was was golden hour, perfect lighting. And she's in this gold outfit and she's walking down the middle of this street in the country. This is phenomenal. A serious Robert moment. And then they do the blowing in the wind, but they put it backwards on the -hmm. the film. Really fucking phenomenal. And her lip is a burgundy with a frost pink. Clown white in the center. For sure, just for that pop. <laughs> She's. Fa- this is a fantastic audition tape. I can see why she made it on the show. Me too. Um, and we see some other queens at this point. They show us uh, Chad Michaels. Yes. Doing a few share looks. Jasmine Masters, very on brand. She says, you got to wash that ass before you get in a drag. Some things never change. Never. And thank God. And we get a little bit of Jocelyn Fox in there. Looking like... Um, uh, 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 f- what? 
I just love how she looks. Just like very New Jersey go-go girl. Like very not. You know that. she had furry like furry muff boot chap thingies. Totally boot covers for sure. Totally. 100. Let's take a break and we will get back and meet the rest of our girls. I cannot forget the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have, they introduce us to Yara Sophia. Uh, her tape is really good too. Her tape is fucking so she good. She has the transformation from boy to girl that like just shows it in flashes and steps. And yeah, she um, obviously knows designer fashions. Uh-huh. And it's not just, you know, four way stretch with the titty bib. No, she obviously has a lot of clothes and they're good clothes. Mm -hmm. And that face, are you fucking joking me? She's so gorgeous. Mug, for sure. So stunning. She's also like fully doing those like crazy color eye contact. She was one of the early girls, one of the first girls I ever saw do that. And her hair was always... It, it, she obviously had a gift with hair and yeah. she still does like the things her cousin it costume Girl, have you ever I she does um venus by the go-go's and it's it's there's a lead-in with cousin it and like the it costume comes off it's one of my favorite drag numbers i've ever seen wow. she's so phenomenally talented and yeah. like oh, i love her does she live she lives in vegas yeah yeah and it's not just the fierceness because like you know, she is that, but it's also, she has this disarming, like charming, hilarious personality as well. She's got the sense of humor of the ugliest and fattest person ever. Because it's just so like self-effacing and funny and just like, you know how like sometimes like, I- have you ever tried to efface yourself? <laughs> When I was a teenager. <laughs> right, I was more flexible. Against the wall. I was more flexible back then. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and then right after Yara, we have Phoenix. Phoenix ATL. Phoenix Atlanta. And I don't know if she was an LA queen at this point or an Atlanta. I guess she was an Atlanta queen. But I remember when she lived out here, she was always fierce. Her and yeah. Megan Page Brooks, who was Nicole's daughter. And she says in her tape... The biggest downfall for her is boys because she can't find a date once they find out she's a drag queen. This was the vibe back then. I talk about it on this casting special. I'm telling a story about, you know, my origin story. Is that how you end up with Sharon? She's the only one that Right. She was the only one. What part of your 40 minutes of appearance on this casting I know. I'm very much on the casting special. I remember it was like everyone was like texting me and like messaging me on Facebook like, oh my gosh. Did you send an extraordinarily long tape? I sent a a regulation tape that year. It was normal. You just used all of it. It was produced a little bit because I had my friend James Wong in Pittsburgh shoot it because he had a nice camera. Well, Rue said this queen impressed me with her professionalism. That wasn't you. That was um, no. That was Phoenix. Yes. And uh, she says she doesn't rising from the ashes. She doesn't just see herself as a normal drag queen. I'm an entertainer. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Girl. Well, I've hung out with her, and she, the way she, I just her going through a club, just leading. Like everybody loves her. I love her for sure. She's so chill and she's fucking cool. Just like this, like ambassador of Atlanta. That's just like 
kind and cool and everything you yeah. want. Told me where to get weed. She's like, well, that girl over there. I was like, okay, good. Right. I know, you know. I love Phoenix. She's really chill. We like her a lot. Now, what do you think of this open call on Hollywood Boulevard we see? Bamboozlement. And rigotry. We have a piece of intel. Mm-hmm. Now, the, well, I, I I don't know if this is intel or just it has been, oh, I've heard it it has too, been but... a well-known fact for years and years. Yes. Who did you hear it from? Oh, I know. Um, we I... heard that. Um, I heard it from a dream girl. The girls who get chosen from this open audition, they do an open audition call on Hollywood Boulevard in the casting special. Mm-hmm. So it's this line of queens lined up around the block. Across. Hopefuls, across. Right. Who want to get who want to get in drag uh, and on drag race. Um, and I've heard that they had already kind of selected the, the two that they choose. And had their psych because they wouldn't have invited them oh. on if they hadn't passed their... Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a sure shot. So there's two ways of looking at this. You could see it as bamboozlement and you could say, well, you made these girls get into drag for no reason. But it could but. have been a chance for those girls to really impress them and then, oh my God, wow them. Because like, look at Detox. She was on two seasons mm-hmm. later and she was making her laugh and carrying yeah. on. Every Any chance you get to be in drag is a chance to shine, I think. And, and um, you get to be on TV. And some of those girls were shiny because it was day and it was hot. <laughs> Ray Latre was in there. Ray shaking everybody's hand. Thank you very much. After. <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> for your for the consideration. All that. Doing a death drop. I love that... D- that um, that Delta took off like this like slinky leopard coat mm-hmm. and then she threw it at her neck and it became a scarf and Jane I was like Mansfield oh. we all gagged love RuPaul Liv- gagged I lived um, we get to see a lot of girls um, familiar names Alusia is in this open call Delta of course Detox uh huh Barbecue famous Barbecue Vicky Buffon uh huh Lady Deuce <laughs> <laughs> Now, your name is Lady Deuce. Where did that come from? Um, I have this friend named Lady Deuce, <laughs> and I did it as kind of like an homage to her. So, you have a friend named Lady Deuce that you named yourself Lady Deuce. Uh-huh. Did you think of... Uh, Serotonin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, she seems like she's... Um, it's like a quiz that she's kind of passing. She's like, coming the raw prawn. <laughs> Damn. She's coming the raw prawn and RuPaul is reading her. Reading. She's like, you mean to tell, tell me. me. <laughs> the name Lady Deuce. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, a synonym, she's reading her. A synonym would be woman poop. <laughs> <laughs> like when we call, um... Uh, Lady Bunny Woman Rabbit. Mother, <laughs> woman rabbit. <laughs> I love Woman Rabbit. Woman I think rabbit. she's one of the finest drag queens uh, on earth. A woman and a rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. And please check out Wig on HBO June 18th, by the way, check if you're listening. It it's check all it about Wigstock and Alaska's in it. I'm in it. Uh, yeah. Charlene Incarnate, Kevin Aviance, Latrice, Sharon, tons of amazing performers. And of course, Lady Bunny. Really, really fun. Yeah. Um, uh, well, RuPaul, there's a couple girls who stand out from the pack. She <laughs> offers them that spot on the spot. And they both seem really unsurprised. So candid. So <laughs> candid. Delta's reaction is so, well, okay, cool. She's like, cool. So, yeah? Okay, great. Love it. Just sort do- of like you on Skype. Kind of, for sure, uh, yeah. 
And then it cuts to them like in front of a screen where obviously a producer was like, "Somebody give Delta a bump." Tell them, "Well, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I booked it." It's very that, and they're both like, "Ah!" <laughs> I feel like I'm getting my Oscar this finally. Is better than winning an Oscar. She's 26. Like she's had struggle. Um, Alexis Mateo is uh, the queen we see next and she won't take no for an answer. She applied for three times to Drag Race. Imagine three whole times. Shit. Didn't Nina apply <laughs> ten times? Uh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Oh, g- g- you don't have to tell me. You, you f- five times? Only five. <laughs> Only five. Petite Damn. tapes. <laughs> um, she looks uh, Alexis is stunning and she looks stunning in this tape she does and she's obviously drag excellence yeah she looks a lot like Erica Andrews in the tape for me yeah just the paint Erica did that same dark line frosty mm-hmm. paint did she invent Ariana Grande's hairstyle <laughs> in this audition tape because literally it's like the bag of hair ponytail 100. and the slick back I mean it's she invented Snapchat <laughs> She invented the Snapchat filter, which we'll put on the pod, uh, Graham. She definitely had, like, a slick tape. She, yeah, you, it was good. I mean, every time a Puerto Rican girl goes to a pageant, though, her team is there. So I'm sure oh. she had a team help with her, just like Yara. Oh, like, yeah. There's so many talented Puerto Rican... Leo Maldonado, mm-hmm. he, um, he helps out April sometimes, and he's a talented makeup artist. Yeah. I'm gorgeous, too. Put together. Yeah. Very lovely. Um, and finally, we have Mariah from Atlanta. When it's right, it's right. She doesn't do drag shows for a living. That is not her source of income. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a ball queen. She's from the ball scene. She, she makes her impact in 30 to 45 seconds. She doesn't need a four-minute mix. Right. She doesn't. And she still doesn't. She's like, she is one of those queens where I don't know anyone who's ever had a problem with her because she's just so low-key and chill. Chill as fuck. Um, always, Lovely. Always a cat suit in a bag, ready to put out a number. Yeah. Turn it. Always. Make, make a gag. You'll live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and her tape is really great, too. Like, it's well-produced. Like, there are a couple of shots where it's really well-lit and done with a good camera. She's like obviously a good in a hotel hallway for some of well, them. Well, for one of them. That's where you do your runway, you hotel hallway or an alley. Girl, get it. It's Parking a where- garage. <laughs> Parking garage. <laughs> for sure. Right. I like how she talks about her human hair wigs. Because, you know, if you don't care for them and shampoo and condition them mm-hmm. like your own hair, mm-hmm. just whips it on the floor. <laughs> and throws it on the ground. Because Mariah has never met a ponytail she did not like. Yeah. Bitch, Mariah is lovely. She's really lovely. And I, I, I'm I, sure, like, being from the ball scene, I'm sure that stood out and put her a, aside from the rest. I mean, just the way she holds herself. Mmm, grand, yeah, royal, and you, and regal. Usually, usually with a drink, too. <laughs> Love it. Um, I, I have nothing. These gentlemen, (laughs) these gentlemen are about to start their engines and spoiler alert, the best woman wins. So I Googled it. Wait, Mimi didn't win. (laughs) I Googled it. Perez Hilton did leak the winner before episode one. I knew it. So I was right. So Perez Hilton leaked the winner before episode one even aired. Damn. So theoretically... RuPaul could be commenting on that in by saying that line about spoiler alert, right. everyone. But also, like, do you think they put this clip package together that fast? No, I think this was probably filmed before that. Right. 
one would think. But maybe they knew there were leaks and they just didn't know when they were going to come out. They knew there might be spoilers, so they wrote the copy in there. Girl, the patch was... was the, the spoil was spoiled this season. Because everyone knew that Raja was going to win before it before it came out. I remember, I don't think I saw the Perez Hilton thing, but I remember looking at um like a, a poll where people say, who do you think is going to win? And Raja was like 100% of the votes and then the rest were like 1% one, one or 2%. I, I specifically remember starting to watch it because I wanted to see Raja win because she was my friend. Right. And I knew that she did. So, I mean... Based on this casting extravaganza, who would you have been excited to see win other than Raja? Well... I'd say Yara and Manila were mine. Same. Yeah. We love... I mean... Yeah, totally. I mean, just well-rounded excellence, beauty, craftsmanship, mm-hmm. abilities. Yeah. Just fucking good. Yeah. Does this bring up any fun memories from season three? I mean, the moments... The, the tears did you cry the when you tears, found out you didn't make fears. it I, th- I think at that point I was like well whatever because I had been through it already and I was like whatever they don't they don't want me but I thought it was gonna I thought I was very close that time I mostly remember from season three that we would go over to Randy's house I would ride my bike in the rain and the cold and we would watch um, season three and we would smoke cigarettes and drink beers. And we just fucking loved it. Monday nights. Yeah. Monday nights. Yeah. Mondays are a drag. Mondays, they certainly were. Until we handicapped the whole bar industry and changed it to Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, um, we're times. Uh, we're going. We're, no, we didn't need a break. We're doing done. We sold ads, so we have to take a break. What do we want to talk about? Why don't we take a break and we'll Yeah, let's back. talk about it, then we'll figure out what we're talking okay. about. One name suffices. It says it all. Raja. Raja. You know her as the iconic winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, and we have the privilege of speaking with her every episode for Season 3 in a segment that we like to call... Raja Reflections! First of all, I just want to say I'm so grateful that you're here and um, you're offering us um, Raja Recollections of the Reflections of Raja. Uh, (laughs) Yes, all the above. All the above. I'm happy to be here. I'm actually kind of shocked that I get to like do something like this because I'm typically like one of those people who just likes to stay at home and jack off. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. stunning. You can listen to yourself later <laughs> while doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, d- I don't get out very much anymore when I'm home. So this is yeah. like this is like a, a thing that I had to do. I was like, you know what? Girl, get the fuck out. Get Come out the, of the castle. Yeah. Get, get in the shower, clean your pits, clean your hole, <laughs> and go say hi to some friends. Uh-huh. So, here I am. Put on a look. We, I, well, I didn't put on a look for you, because I just came from the finale. Uh, 
Yeah, the finale Why weren't thing. you there? We're in full drag. <laughs> we are, yeah. Oh, we that's are. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We drag. do dress for the podcast, of I course. I have a 360 lace unit on right now. <sighs> yeah. yeah. How did you get that pony so tight? Oh, it's all I mean, baby it's hairs. Really, oh, all baby okay. hairs. It's all <laughs> Tokyo Styles. <laughs> all of it. Laid. Laid. Yes. Needle Ninja. You look amazing. Raja, for you viewers at home without <laughs> eyes or listeners, whatever. We're looks all like in drag. Constellations. We're She's in... beautiful. Do I? Like, yes. oh, we're all in drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hi, Lord. I can't drag. believe how hard I'm tucked right now. Yeah. It's hurts <laughs> it's so bad. And my that one bad. toe with my capizio. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Digging. Toe on the capizio. So, your audition tape is fantastic. It was beautifully shot. Um, yeah. Shout outs from future judges. Adam Lambert. You're like, hey, <laughs> on our bus. bus. <laughs> You were well, on we, we kind of had to put it together because I think what, I think the intention of me being on Drag Race, I think it was, I think they really maybe wanted to elevate uh, yes. drag because I think what they were seeing in two seasons was not enough, and they wanted, they knew that I was local, and that and I already were, had, I already had ties through Matthew and through Paul as just being friends. I, I wasn't, I'm not close to them, <clears throat> excuse me, or I wasn't close to RuPaul. In the sense that I would ask her for money or tell her about my <laughs> boyfriend problems, she was she was an acquaintance at the time. RuPaul was living in Los Angeles as a person who was trying to figure out shit in his life. Um, he would go to all the drag bars and just go watch us and support us just to do it because he mm-hmm. had nothing else better going on. Encounters and, in Pasadena, and, and seemingly maybe in his own mind, I would imagine because I've written the story already, kind of in my own head. Because <laughs> when I finally write it in my own book. Mm-hmm. It'll go this way, but I think RuPaul was going through a thing at that time, and um, so I was just one of the queens that kind of stuck in his mind. I, I, I have a, I have, I have actual RuPaul outfits. Like you know, he was just giving mm. it away at that time. He was mm. figuring out a next step in his life, and he had a, a house that he was renting in the Hollywood Hills, and he was moving to New York to go back to New York and do a radio show because radio was still a thing. Oh, wow. Here we and are. So he, yeah, and so he left. <laughs> you got a face for it. And so RuPaul left trash bags of stuff that was in his ruffle coats. Tell me, there was a ruffle. Coat. I have. I actually own the actual uh, co- uh, like robe that RuPaul wore <gasps> in the supermodel video. But I have <gasps> that not because he gave it to me, because I found it in another way, and that's a whole other story that'll go in the book. Girl, it's coming. I remember. <laughs> I remember when the yellow f- when uh, oh, what's her name? Tara Noble went crazy and sold all the stuff, and you had to like get yellow feather fans off of somebody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were all these good yeah. ostrich feathers. I was like, well, that's expensive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, we were we were quite desperate at that time. Things were not ex- accessible to us in the way that it is now. For it's drag. hard to get like, to that you time. Can, there was an can, Uber. Yeah, for a feather fan, you can now go to China and it'll show up in less than a week. Right, and it'll be the, the most lush feather fan you've ever seen. Two hundred bucks. But at that time, we all sort of scrounged and did what we could. And but anyway, what I'm saying is, RuPaul at the time was not, you know, RuPaul now. So Rue definitely showed and supported us and, um, you know, and that's how we became friends. Oh, make it last. Make it last. Yeah, season three is coming. This is full classic mode. We're deep in classic mode. I deep classic. Now that's classic tiara. L A S S I Q U E. Who will win the classic tiara? Oh, Perez Hilton has just <laughs> informed us. 
Oh man. Raja just informed us. Raja Gemini. Uh yeah, it's a really great season. That's fucking boo-boo of him to do. Do you remember on Top Model All-Stars where they had um, the one girl win and then it was uh, revealed that she was also an escort? So then they had um, the other girl win, who's Lisa D'Amato. How are you going to fuck somebody up for being an escort? Fuck you. I Let didn't win. fucking be a fucking escort. No, there's a morality clause in the America's Next Top Model contract. Morality clause? You have oh. an orality clause <laughs> on your Craigslist. His microphone does. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they gave it to Lisa D'Amato, who had like- Lisa Lampanelli, one top model. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lisa D'Amato is um, like a Hollywood personality and rapper and model, and she- she and her husband own the house that Latrice did her music video in where, with all the people as Alice in Wonderland. Randomly. Work. But anyway, she was Work. crowned the queen and they had to do a reshoot and like bad Tyra ADR. Like, oh my god! after the other girl won and they filmed it. That's a... Girl, just, just for being... Let girls be a hooker. Girl, there ain't nothing wrong with being a dick doll every now and then. There is no... And, and Especially like, if the dick is nice. It's so late. And empowering. It's so late for fucking prostitution to be illegal. It's it's really late and it's fucking discriminatory and it's fucking bullshit because people have been doing it and using the the services of sex workers since time began. Yeah. So it's a way of like keeping them down and under the fucking uh, under the fucking underground. Did you see that Helen Hunt movie where she was fucking all those uh, handicapable people? No, I haven't seen. She that. played a a, a a sexual surrogate. It's called. It's a, di- it's a dick doll. Um, but it's I I I liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Hey. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I love a dick doll. Oh, don't get your jaw done. Then your channel fat. <laughs> so you're a fan to live for impression. Oh, I got this new song. It's called Punch My Kitty. Can we play the beginning of that video? Alexa, how do you spell banana? I don't know. Let me After the way you treated me, leaving me to go someplace better, I'm done. Oh, my God. That's Glamour's Monique. Punch My Kitty. This is a shout out to Glammo right here. Oh, it's in my headphones. Hold on, hold on. Put the headphones up to the mic. <laughs> That'll work. Not <laughs> headphones to the headphones. Thank <laughs> you. Headphones on headphones. Thank you. That's, okay, that, okay, that's okay. going to be a, a runway category next year. Headphones, headphones on headphones. On headphones. <laughs> she holds the iPhone upside down when she answers it, too. <laughs> hey, chat. <sighs> Monique, it's Gordy Cox. I need you to come out tonight to the club. None of the other girls are working out. They just don't got it. Yeah, 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 I'll be there. Got a new hit. It's gonna drive the boys crazy. Really? What's it called? Punch my kitty. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good fucking song, too, dude. Wait, I love that you can hear the water swishing in the bathtub. (sighs) Punch it. Punch it. Punch my kitty. Oh my gosh. Punch that kitty out. <laughs> punch that kitty out. Punch, 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 punch that kitty out. We're going to put a clip of that on our 
Instagram at RaceChaserPod. And uh, I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we'd love for you to rate and review our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. Exactly. It's Wednesday, by the way. We're very excited about season three. And on Instagram, you can follow the dolls mm-hmm. at Willem and at the only Alaska 5000. And the Race Chaser Podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. Yeah, as long as you slip into something more comfortable in those DMs with your scalding hot tea and explicit dicks. <laughs> Don't forget to use the hashtag Race Chaser when you post. See you next time. I can't wait to see who wins season three. I have no idea how it's going to turn out. Mimi. <laughs> Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes.